Shelf for mine. I am Becky Standle, Youth Services Specialist at the Longview Public Library. I'm Elizabeth Partridge, the Adult Services Librarian at the Longview Public Library. Is that right? That's what I do, isn't it? Yeah. That is right. Okay. I was reading this sign at the same time you were saying that. Oh. So you know like when you read and listen at the same time, sometimes it doesn't what go you together, hear right? is what you read instead? <laughs> exactly. Because I read Highlander, so I heard you say Highlander, but oh. I was like, I'm pretty sure she didn't say Highlander I, Public Library. I didn't. That wouldn't make any sense. It wouldn't make any sense, but it was kind of coincidental. That's a nice um, segue. <laughs> it was. It was perfect. Thank you, Becky. Speaking of Highlander. Yeah. We had the Kilted Man <laughs> at the library last night. And you can go to the library's Instagram page, Longview Library Walk, yep. and take a look at a clip from the Kilted Man from last night's performance. He was hilarious. He uh, hammed it up quite a bit. <laughs> Had a full house. So that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. And then the full performance is going to be available later. On KLTV. That's great. It is great. Yeah. We've had 103 views. Of this. Very cool. That's awesome. Thanks for watching, everyone. You can see he's, he, uh, that was the very beginning of the does, show. Um, thought, so I haven't seen cheekier. him except for this, but does he smile like that like, the whole the time? The whole time. The whole time. And then he's cracking jokes and, yeah. Well, maybe not the whole time because he does sing some sad like, songs. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, like, okay. it's not really smile appropriate songs. He did a whole lot of, because it's mostly, um, well, it's Celtic music, and so he did a lot of ballads about dead people and, you know, war and losing wars. <laughs> and he did a whole song about um, losing your body parts during war. And he had a lot of good stories to tell about it, though. He, he was talking about how he was doing the show live somewhere, and there were a bunch of men at a table wearing um, Go Army shirts. Mm-hmm. And all of them were missing some limb and wearing prosthetics. And this was the song that he was going to sing. So he sang it anyway. And they liked it so much that they asked him for the lyrics. And then they went to the um, veterans um, building and taught all of the soldiers the song. And so they would be singing it there at the VA hospital. That's a nice story. Isn't it a nice story? Yeah. Um, We did like a music theme in preschool story time this morning. And Jennifer and I did it. Jacob normally is like, I do it with him, but he's like the leader of preschool story right. time. But he was sick today, so we kind of like um, kind of throw it all together. Right. But when we were doing songs with like, because we did scarves and shakers today. Mm-hmm. But anyways, one of the kids were, kept saying like, again. So I was like, so when you want like a musician to do something again, what you say is encore. Oh. And so I taught them that. Nice. So you had a bunch of kids running around going, encore, encore. No, they forgot. Oh, Immediately. And said <laughs> I, again. We need but to then, do it again. But then their parents were like, it's encore, remember? Okay. That's good. Yeah. So maybe next week they'll next got time, it down. Yeah. But it was a fun show last night and um, the people who were in the audience have already asked for him to be brought back again next year. So They love him so much. Yeah, we talked to him and he said that he would come. So be on the lookout. For him. 
next year. <laughs> next year. Next year. Cool. Yeah. So what else is coming up? Anything big aside from Oh Little Monster Match? That's yeah, the biggest thing. Yeah. That's gonna be so soon too. It's like right around the corner. Yeah. It's like what, ten days from tomorrow? Um I forgot my calendar. I Today feel is kind of like a, a drift without it. 18th, correct? Right. Yeah. So 10, 10 days. days from tomorrow. I'm like really prepared for this though. Not for this, but for little ones. I'm not prepared to be here today, <laughs> but I'm prepared for the <laughs> 10 days from now That's right. event. Exactly. None of us are here today. It's been a very strange day for me today. I started out being late for work mm -hmm. and yeah. then got to sit through a meeting where I got to be upset. <laughs> it's been a real challenging day. It's been hard. <laughs> this week has been kind of weird, too, because, like, our schedules have changed a lot. Yeah. Like, a lot of illnesses. And... Yeah. Monday was ridiculous. Tuesday was ridiculous. Wednesday was pretty <laughs> ridiculous. Today was okay. <laughs> I mean, I have barely been at work right. today, so We're that's here. good. But like Thursday, we have the most staff <laughs> yeah. available, right? so we can be like flexible and a less And there's no nights. You know? Right, yeah, that's so why. We close at five tonight, so that's, that makes it easier. Ugh. Let's get out of there. Run! Don't look <laughs> So back. I was like, oh, do I have a desk today? Because... I mean, I have a meeting, and then I have story time, and then we're recording, right. so I, like, really have no time. Right, none. Yeah. But maybe I could squish in the last hour before we Well, close. fortunately, the desk that needed to be covered, we were already scheduled for something else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yes. So, yeah, Little Monster Mash is coming up. We've still got our stuff happening. Nothing, like, super duper special, really. Yeah. Just kind of like the regular stuff. I've also been getting ready for the Winter at Orchard House program, which I'm really excited about as well. Cool. And that's December 10th, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I got my pattern for my dress. My mom told me she just bought a new sewing machine. Oh, so perfect. I feel like I could really uh, rope her into helping me. Excellent. With that. Wonderful. So um, there were a couple of events that are coming up in November that mm -hmm. are worth mentioning right now. So we, and I need to have a meeting with you and probably some other people about, but we're doing like a, we don't even have a good name for this program yet. The book talking program. Yeah. We're going to be sharing like our favorite titles and stuff. Right. We don't even know what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. But that's coming up in November. Correct. That's the 18th, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So before that, however, we have some pretty awesome programs coming. So the first one is the 4th of Oh, yeah. November. That's going to be cool. We have Cochise Anderson coming in to do um, storytelling uh, and music in celebration of uh, Native American History Month, which is November. Mm -hmm. And then after that, on the 8th of November, we have our final Humanities Washington presentation mm -hmm. of the year, and that's Dr. David Smith coming in to do... Civil conversation in an angry age, which not is, angry conversations, which in is an what angry I keep age. calling it. It's like angry, angry. Um, but it is about uh, finding middle ground in a place of agreement and being able to talk about things without being an angry person. So um, that'll be fun. But that's two to four on the eighth of November, and then the 
last thing is November 13th, we have Ron Walker, who's a local filmmaker, coming in to do a, his film series. He did one last year for us that was extremely popular. And this year he's doing another one about um, Clatsop County and Astoria. So join us for that. It's November 13th at 6 p.m. And then after that, I think we're jumping into score in December. And then we have hands-on history in December as well. We're just going out with a bang this year, aren't we? Yeah, and I was thinking probably we'll do Happy New Year Oh yeah, again. Mm -hmm. That was fun. It was way more popular last year than I thought. Mm -hmm. I was like, no one wants to really come to the library like noon on New Year's Eve. And I was like, oh no, everybody does. Yeah, you're going to need to to get a different room. Yeah, we'll definitely need to be in the auditorium. And I saw at Walmart in the party section, you can actually buy a balloon drop thing because mm-hmm. the one oh. I, I fashioned one last uh-huh. year and it could have been better but yeah. it was it was my first time doing <laughs> <laughs> but the balloon drop would be really cool that would with be like cool. an actual Absolutely. thing mm-hmm. well what else we've got thanksgiving coming up around the corner mm-hmm. oh but first so the library is going to be closed the f- second veterans day t- the second monday is that no, it's the, yeah, it's the 11th. So we'll be closed on the 11th for Veterans Day, and then we're closed again for Thanksgiving and the day after. Just put those on your calendar. You probably have plans. Yeah, you're not going to come either right. that day. Yeah. yeah, but we're open on that Saturday, so. Yep, I'll be there. I was there last year, so I don't have to be there this year. Yeah, that's the deal. Switch. But there's still all kinds of things going on. Don't forget, we also have the genealogical help on Wednesdays. So if you're doing any family research, come to the library Wednesdays 1 to 3, and you can get help from people from the Genealogical Society to help you do your research on your family. Don't forget that. That's ongoing. Yeah, that's every Wednesday pretty much. Yeah. And then when Unless you're done with that. they call us and say that they can't come. Right. And when you're done with that, you can go where? Oh, to the laundry room. <laughs> Upstairs. <laughs> this is the history room at the library. It's open Wednesdays 3 to 5. Mm-hmm. And there you go. And that's where you can go. Oh. <laughs> well, you know what came to my Don't mind. Don't tell them where to go. Go to the library. Yay, go to the library. Go to the library. That's my, library. Uh, what's his face? Jimmy Stewart. Uh, it's a good one. Mary. Ah! It Juju's petals. <laughs> I always say to Jennifer, I'm always like, what do you want, Jennifer? <laughs> you want the moon? That's hilarious. Uh, also, also. Okay. Um, so, you sent, did you see that thing I sent in Slack from that Canadian Yeah, website? I sent you something back that said, oh, Canada. Okay, did you read that? I did, okay. yeah. I was really jealous because I kept looking at the different links of all the dis- different statistics and they do, like, it's only Canada. It's like, dang it. They do some like kind of cool stuff. I, I forget what this website was. Book something Canada? Sorry, I'll put it in the show notes. There you go. And um, they had made a list of um, like a really comprehensive study that they did on books with the word wife in the title. Something's wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So-and-so's wife. Right. Um, and it was pretty funny and also interesting. And Jennifer and I were talking about it. And she's like, that should be on the reading challenge for next year. Oh, there you go. So yeah. I make a note of it. Good job. Yeah. Well. So it's like the time traveler's wife. Or mm-hmm. they were talking about how 
um, a lot of romances are like, you know, like the billionaire, Sheik's pregnant wife. Exactly. You know? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they did a table and everything. Yeah, it's funny. Broke it down, yeah. Um, 31%, I think is what they said. 31% of all of the books with that in it are romance novels. Yeah. So. And then they were talking about, and they had like a little bar graph to show like what, where it peaks in popularity mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it is like time traveler's wife came out and then a whole bunch of right. books kind of had a similar title just like i think after gone girl came out they were mm-hmm. like something girl, every something, something girl, girl. Mm-hmm. but it said i think in the comments <laughs> that they were gonna do a follow-up post about books with the word husband in the right title. and and i thought it would have been great if they had just done that because that would have been awesome to see the difference between the two right there yeah now we have to wait can you think of What's that husband, that Moriarty? Oh, the husband's secret? Yeah. Yeah. That's not quite the same. It has the word. It's still his, though. Oh, that's and true. It's, it's not It's her. possession, yeah. exactly, mm-hmm. that we're looking at. Mm-hmm. 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 Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you notice that that thing's called Mr. Slim? I never noticed that. Oh, I've noticed that before. Huh. You never brought it up. I just don't care. She's talking about the air conditioner. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, totally distracted. Yeah. <laughs> you have an air conditioner like that at your house? I do. I have um, three. Wow. Yeah. Three different rooms. Is yep. it the same brand? No. Mate. Yes, it's Mitsubishi. But it's not a Mr. Slim. It's not Mr. Slim. But yours are smaller than that one. They are. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because this room is like, I don't know. Lot smaller than my house. Yeah, <laughs> they but like a bigger. This room has like equipment that needs to be climate controlled, that's though. True. And I turned it off. <laughs> it's loud. <laughs> it's still plenty cold in here. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's um, a good one. I think that's great. Yeah. Did you have any? Mm-mm. Um, if I did, I didn't bring it with me. Remember, I told you I brought nothing with me today. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm totally unprepared. What have you been up to? Mm. You reading any good books lately? Let's see. Have I read any good books lately? No. Did you read any bad books lately? I um, tried really hard to read that graphic novel from that I told you, the Viking one, the Scandinavian one. What I told you last time what it was. I downloaded it and have, had every intention of that being my book from Scandinavia. And I just got through 10 pages and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Why don't you just read something easy? Like, why don't I do that? What was that book I read? I don't know. The Way Home Gets Longer and Longer. It's like a Backman book, but it's like, you know, 80 pages long. Oh, I would love that. Yeah, it's it's like nice well, to send you. it to me. Send it to me so I can just do that. I read that for my novella last year. Yeah. I would love to read that. Yeah, I you know, I just cannot get into to a slump? graphic novels. I mean, and I had to, you know, check out my Curse of Dracula graphic novel Maybe. because that's what I read for my vampire right. book. Don't just read any graphic novel. Like I I can pick one for you that that I like. That you like. You Go should ahead. read the best Try we it. could do. Well, but you're like, "Oh, this uh, I did like, however, that one that the college one. I did like that one. What was that one called? Giant Days. Yes, that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I recommended that. Is that's why I liked it. You're I right. I know enough to say, like, you're not going to like you're gonna hate it. this book. Don't mm-hmm. read it. Like, you wouldn't read this. No, I wouldn't read that. And I wouldn't mm-hmm. tell you to. No. I, yeah. well, we'll get into it. But um, 
Yeah, you would you would like the best we could do. The best we could do. And I, I recommended that to Matilda, to you. Oh, you did? Yeah. I don't know if she's read it yet. I don't know. I'll have to ask her. Let's see what I can find. What was I looking at? And every morning the way home gets longer and longer. And every... <laughs> it's so long. Morning the way it gets longer. There it is. I found it. It's very... It reminded me of The Notebook. Oh, oh, this is, oh, I had this one checked out. Why don't you read it? I don't know why I didn't read it. you an hour to oh, do it. I'm going to do it today. Okay. And then you'll have your Scandinavian book. I'm, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm great. You're great. I've been getting this fall more, because on our website, on the teen pages, there's like a form you can fill out to get book recommendations from yours truly. Ooh. Um, in this fall, I've had like a really like regular number of quests like one or two a week oh nice and i don't know like i love it mm-hmm. but i don't know like why all of a sudden i don't know it's pretty cool that is pretty cool yeah i wonder where it got placed that it's where everyone now visible like, yeah yeah i don't know maybe thorgall volume one child of the stars oh. i still have it checked out i'm not gonna read it you don't have to thank you that's lovely. Yeah. Um. Yes. What have I been doing? So we're kind of in crunch time for the Great Graphic Novels Committee right now. Mm. So I've been just trying to really um get all my readings done. I actually on the other day. Monday, Sunday, I took them off all my shelves and the random stacks around my house, and I like sorted all of the ones like what I really need to read, mm-hmm. what I don't need to read but still want to read, mm-hmm. um, into like manageable piles. Mm-hmm. So it was really fun. See, yeah, that one. I had it checked out. Oh, that was your history. Mm-hmm. You check it out on both of them. I checked out. I put it on hold on Libby, and I put it on hold at the library. So there you go. Great. I'm all set. I still have a few for the reading challenge. That'll be my last one. Because I can't find one I want to do for a journalist or journalism. So unless I find one, that'll be my 25th one. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um. So other than a bunch of comic books I've read, like all of these ones... Oh, so we have a new nonfiction book um, in the YA teen section Mm -hmm. um, called Viral, The Fight Against AIDS in America. Mm -hmm. And I read that this weekend because it is pretty short. Um, But it was really well done. I had had somebody in one of the teen events, like, just ask kind of a general question. Like, they don't really know anything about Mm -hmm. the AIDS crisis, like, at all. Like. Um, and I was like, oh, isn't that something you should read this book? But yeah. it's interesting, like, um, like they learn about it in like health class, like mm-hmm. as a disease. Right. But not about the history of it. Yeah. Not like what we were exposed right. to when we were growing up and how yeah. it, it formed your opinion about relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this book is really interesting and it takes a focus and it focuses on the mostly gay men activists mm-hmm. who really worked hard to um, get, like, money spent on research and stuff. Because mm-hmm. it took, I want to say, 15 years 
15 years Mm -hmm. before they had like a treatment that worked. Wow. So people were dying for 15 years without really like anything, anything with no recourse. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you, if you got that, you were dead. Yeah. It was was just it. Yeah. But it was interesting. And then this actually is probably not from the book because after that I was like, I need to watch one of these documentaries she talks about in this book. So Mm -hmm. I was like checking on my streaming platforms and stuff. They didn't have anything. Um, So I ended up watching this other. So Netflix has the series like the eighties. Right. So I watched the episode from the 80s right. documentary series about AIDS. Anyways, and it, it had interviews with people who survived. And this one guy was talking about how um, strange it was for so many people when they did get the treatment because they had fully expected to die. A lot of them like liquidated their assets and um, to, you know, go to the hospital. And, right. and, and then when the treatment came... And they survived. They were like, well, now what? Mm-hmm. Like, people had quit their jobs right. to be Dead. activists. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. like, there's this one guy. I forget his name. But he was, like, a day trader, like, on Wall Street. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, a protest outside because they used to protest Wall Street all the time. Right. Um, convinced him to just, he just left his job and he became a full-time activist. Mm-hmm. And he had AIDS and he was getting sick. And then he survived and he was like, well, like, I can't go back to this job. It's like a weird thing of like realizing you have a future now and like, what are you going to do? Right. Yeah. Well, you know, I wonder if on one hand you liquidated all your assets, you became an activist, you were going to die. Yeah. And then now you're not going to die. Do you even want to go back to that old life that you had? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's your, your chance to do and be yeah something different. something different yeah yeah but they were talking about that somebody had coined the phrase like not survivor's guilt but survivor's bafflement right oh that's yeah i could totally i yeah. could totally understand that yeah so anyways i really recommend it it's okay. like a short book so um not a huge investment like a lot of the adult nonfiction novels about the time probably really worth reading but they're also going to be like five or six hundred pages long right so. right um, it's a good starting off point for an adult or a teenager. So I read that this weekend. Read a bunch of comic books. I read the book awards for Good Boys, which is the Instagram I was telling you about, mm-hmm. and it was good. But most of the content I'd already read on the Instagram, uh, mm-hmm. so it was like, this is still funny, but I have already heard all these jokes. Right. So if you if you. <laughs> Not seen the Instagram, it would probably be more well. Then funny, it makes right? me think like, oh, she shouldn't have posted so much mm-hmm. from the book. Uh-huh. But that's the reason I read the book is because exactly. she posted exactly. a lot. So it's just like, yeah. you're you know. not going to win one way or the other. Or you just win both ways, I guess. But well, it depends on if your cup's half full. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I read The Swallows. Yeah. That was a weird book. Was it? That's an adult novel by Lisa Lutz. Uh huh. And she wrote Spellman Files. Did you ever read those? The which? Spellman Files. No. Mm-hmm. Sure, The Passenger. Oh, I knew The Passenger. That one is like really different than the Spellman Files. Oh, okay. Spellman Files are like funny. Uh huh. No, I don't know that one. And Passenger's like a thriller. Right. And this one is like kind of between those. Okay. It's about a woman who's like in her late 20s and she gets a job at like a kind of like a B or C team boarding school. Okay. Um, Because she had to leave the other boarding school that she worked at because there was a scandal that she was oh, involved in. Oh. And you kind of find out, like, as you're reading Scandalous. what that was. Uh-huh. Um, but when she starts her, she, like, quickly discovers that there's this, like, really gross 
like sexist culture among the students oh, at this school where uh-huh. like the boys have essentially like an online locker room where they post like disgusting stuff about the girls that go to school with them. Right. Um, so it's like she's one of the like narrator narr- narrative voices in the book, but also like one of the girl students, one of the guy students, and another teacher are too. And it's kind of like figuring it out. So it's like part of it is just like it's a it's an interesting mix of like kind of satirical, but also a little bit not. Uh-huh. Anyways, I enjoyed it. You might enjoy it. It wouldn't be for everybody, I would you say. Don't think so. Yeah, I think you'd really have to appreciate this the humor in it. Uh, like if you're not into like this specific kind of humor, you're just right. gonna think it's only gross and disgusting. Uh. <laughs> you're like, you can't joke about this kind oh, of thing. Whatever. Um <laughs> Because it is you like could joke about it is anything. like serious stuff. <laughs> Nothing is that serious. I, I don't know. Because <laughs> I read some reviews where people are like, I don't get like the tone of this book at all. Oh. And sometimes I have problems like that. There was this way book I read a few weeks ago where I was like, totally, this does not work for me. <laughs> like, you can't. This is too too serious to be funny. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, but that wasn't the case with this no. one. Well, that's good. Well, I think there's a certain amount of levity that needs to be brought into something that is very heavy. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't have to be funny. Right. And I guess I think the intended to... audience also makes a difference. Like yeah. if it's adults reading it, you're like, yeah, we can joke about that because it's awful. Right. But if it's like for kids and you're like, they're not like really there to get the no, nuances not, exactly, of that right now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of like the jokes we were talking about earlier where we could crack these jokes in front of the kids because they wouldn't get yeah. it. Yeah. But it wouldn't help understand things. Right. Mm-hmm. I'll share that joke later. Yeah. <laughs> She's really looking forward to it. <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> do you want to talk about vampires? I do want to talk about vampires. Bye-bye, vampires. <clears throat> so, so. Go ahead. Jinx. Eight, nine, ten. Let's, let's get some background. So what's your opinion about vampires? Um, I have no opinion about vampires. You know how many times I've seen the Twilight Saga at my house? No, but like a lot? Oh my gosh, yeah. So it was very popular when the girls were, you know, at that age. Mm-hmm. And um, so they got the books and they read them and read them and read them. And, you know, they went to Forks with my brother and they saw where Bella lived and went to the woods and, you know, I mean... They, they did it, and then so that I would say that that was ten years ago, probably. Yeah, yeah. So they would have been eight and ten, right in there. And now, with Axel being nine years younger than Matilda, they gave him all of the books, mm-hmm. and they have all of the movies except for Breaking Dawn Part Two, That's which we checked good. out from the library. Because I wasn't going to go buy it. So. Why? But then you complete your collection. <laughs> no. So um, they gave the books to Axel. So Axel has read the books. And I mean really into these books. And they were going back to their Team Jacob and Team Edward. <laughs> and oh it was crazy. And so Man. he had to see all of the movies. And so I've done Twilight for a solid decade. Nice. Yeah. So, but those aren't real vampires. So when Twilight you get right was like peak, 
peak popularity like when I started my library career. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it really informed all of my career choices that I made. Like to be honest, it really <laughs> I'm has. I'm surprised you don't live in Forks. Um, <laughs> well, if they'd hire me, I was just kidding. <laughs> well, kind of. Uh, <laughs> joking, not joking. <laughs> um. <laughs> But, you know, we're close to Kalama. <laughs> yeah, you could totally go there. that's where they filmed the first and best movie in that series. Ooh, wow. Yeah. You know. I was watching this other documentary this weekend, and they were talking to Catherine Hardwick, who mm-hmm. directed Twilight. And she was talking about, it was like a show about, like, female representation and, like, the media. And she was talking about how, before she made Twilight, um, it was really hard for her to get hired or anything. Because mm-hmm. she was a woman. And so she just made, like, super low-budget stuff. Right. Even though, like, she made, what's that movie? I don't know. Her first movie, she, like, filmed it in her own house. But then it won all these, like, awards at, you know, like, film uh-huh. festivals and stuff. Right. That's why she got hired to do Twilight. Okay. And Twilight at the time, and maybe still, was the highest grossing movie for a female director. No, Wonder Woman has surpassed that. Surpassed that. Yeah. But at the time it was, it was for like a long time. made so much more money than mm-hmm. they thought it would, which doesn't really make sense to me because I worked at Barnes and Noble as like, it was like gathering momentum. Mm-hmm. And if you'd asked anybody who worked at a bookstore and publishing at that time, they would have been like, this is going to be a huge movie. Right. Right. Um, but I guess they ask. were just like, we're really taking a risk on this vampire teenage love story. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. then she's she was talking about um, how this movie made so much money and she thought like part of it was so successful because of the involvement in women in the story and um, people didn't think that stuff like teenage girls were interested in was going to make money uh-huh. for anybody and then right. it did right. and then they insisted on hiring men to direct mm-hmm. the other movies yeah, and they tanked and they weren't they were crap great. crap remember movie. Bella's wig in the second movie Ugh. That's the only thing I remember. <laughs> you know, her whole pregnancy thing. Just, That's in the fourth. Uh, but not the second one. But that... Actually, their wigs throughout are really bad. Yeah. You think they could have gotten a better budget after the first movie? After the first so one. successful yeah, to exactly. get realistic looking hair. Yeah. I, I, anyway, I, I've been, <laughs> you know, overexposed to that. Yeah, and it was funny, too, because there was the... Um, the Lestat and all of those that were super popular a decade like before that. 90s, yeah. yeah. So my whole life has been inundated with. So if there's like a iteration. ten year cycle on like vampire popularity should be popping up again, we should be mm-hmm. getting into that pretty soon. I, w- I hope it's different ones, though. I hope that it's not the same kind of sappy, right? Or did you watch thing. like True Blood or read any of those books? No. I read all those books. The show, I watched, like, the first season, Is it, it's very different than the books. The books mm. are, like, mostly, like, hearted and kind of, like, fun, yeah. like, you know, short, quick reading. And then the the television show, which is HBO, is, like, way darker, hmm. sexier. Hmm. Well, it's HBO. Bloodier. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. No, I haven't seen it. You probably don't need to see it. I probably don't need to see it. <laughs> oh, you know how I avoid watching television most of the time? I've been on this movie kick, and I told you I, I have an Avenger addiction Well, and right it's now. because I told you to watch Arrival. Right. That's right. And that was a good movie. Yeah, And I enjoyed so it very much. Yeah. And I, it was so sad. 
Ugh. But then. But aren't you glad I didn't tell you really anything I about it? I am so glad. And I recommended it to Jennifer right after I had texted mm-hmm. you how sad it was. And I said, did you see this yet? And she said, no. And I said, well, I'm not going to tell you anything, but here it is. Yeah. So she took it home. I don't know Aliens if she's watching. Aliens come. Watch the movie. Aliens come and watch the movie? No. Aliens come. Like, that's all that you need to know. <laughs> exactly. That's what the point was. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was all about linguistics. Yeah. And, yeah. Learning. Right. Anyway. Um, I watched on Netflix, the Umbrella Academy. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. You like that? I did actually. I'd like, cause it only had season one. So I would like would to see Would you like sh- those comics? I don't know if that would help. You know how I feel about comics. Well, they're based off of comics and they're still writing them. That maybe you wouldn't like it. I probably don't want to know what happens next since I want to watch the show. Mm. So maybe they won't make another season. Uh, I think they will though. Like it was pretty. Yeah. I liked it. Well received. I thought I haven't seen it, but I liked it. I liked it. You know me. I only watch the same things over and over Over and over and over (laughs) again. I had like a 10 year old kid. (laughs) I watched Moana speaking of 10 year old kids. I couldn't find anything to watch. I put Moana on. I love that show. Good one. <laughs> I have my go-tos, right? Mm-hmm. So I've got Hellboy. I love that one. That's not really a kid's Might one. Might as well just watch Hellboy again. <laughs> I was I can watch Hellboy day. over and over Because I was going to watch, I was like, I really feel like watching Practical Magic. Okay. And it wasn't on any of the streaming right uh. now. So I was like, uh, fine. I guess I'll just watch while you were sleeping. Oh, my But gosh. that wasn't on anything either. Oh, no. So then go-tos. I was like trying to find like a different Sandra Bullock movie. Like, okay, uh-huh. what have you have for uh-huh. me? And Netflix. Yeah. And they're like, crash. And I'm like, I don't want to watch that. And they didn't have speed. They just had the ones I didn't want to watch. I hate that. Yeah. It's really disappointing. So you know how you set up your list and then when they fall off of Netflix, they fall off of your list. You, I mean, they're just not on your list anymore. But then, but when if they come, they come back, back, they're still they're on, your on your list. list again. So I've got um, Hot Fuzz on my list and I'm waiting for the day for it to pop back up. But this is hilarious because I have my list, right? And, you know, I marked all of them. When we went to Portugal... Several years ago, those were on my list because we were in a different Netflix hey. area. So then when we went to Ecuador, those were back on. And I was like, get them, get them. So can you save them while you're there? You, you can. Oh. But you got to be offline to watch them when you're here. Oh, because they grab exactly. them and take it away. Once you've downloaded it, though, it's downloaded onto your device. But you can't watch it because it's unavailable in your area. But if you turn off your internet Uh, it's downloaded on your device and it doesn't know your location it's like that trick with your kindle or whatever on with the library don't hook in and it won't return put on airplane mode and it won't return your library book on your kindle you're done until you're back connected to the internet because it doesn't know it doesn't know it can't can't count days yeah it doesn't know well it can't take it away if there's no exactly connection exactly ha ha (laughs) (laughs) you didn't hear that from us I used to tell that to people all the time, but I think more now people are using like like their phone or their tablet to read it. Yeah, and so you're always on. It's not like just for reading, so you can just oh, turn it off. Right. I, I did do that with my tablet though, because once you turned it off on mine, it was a little bit different because it doesn't actually return. It mm-hmm. just becomes unavailable. And so then I turned off my internet and I was able to watch all those that I had downloaded while I was there. The only problem is you're overseas and you're you're at the mercy of somebody else's Wi-Fi screen. Sure. So you, you can't really download like when you're at home. Right. And you're not like going to Ecuador so you can download. Exactly. It's Netflix. not the point. <laughs> Here, you're I'm not like, the, hold on. I I'm can't, in the Galapagos Islands. I can't man. go on that, you know, tour right now no. because I'm downloading Hellboy. I got to watch these movies, not the tortoises. <laughs> 
whatever. I'm really busy. Those are iguanas. I've seen a thousand of them. <laughs> this has been off Netflix for six months in the United States. <laughs> Do you know how much I love this movie? Yeah, but my, net, my Netflix queue has really... Um, been like plumping back up because I oh. have a bunch of like Christmas rom coms oh, marked. Yeah. And it's like, hey, it's, it's coming back. around. You know, it's really funny because we have five profiles in Netflix. So you pop mine up and it's all um, cooking shows and um, things like Hellboy and Avengers and Thor. Those mm-hmm. are all popping up. And then other documentary kinds comic of things. Comic book movies. Yeah. But not comic <laughs> but books. But not comic books. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, and Hellboy. Hellboy's right there at the top. Right. Um, and then... That's a comic book. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> I know. And you know, I they don't ever have Hellboy 2. I would love to have, like, both of them. Do we have that at the library? We do now. We didn't for the longest time. Somebody donated it, so we have it now. But then you pull up Matilda's profile, and it's all pink. It pops up. The whole thing's pink. Yeah, it's, and like, it's like, oh. Tell the boys I love before. <laughs> Uh, all of them yeah the kissing booth and then actually you pull his up and it's all naruto and yeah pokemon and yeah so yeah um definitely like years ago my friend's brother got on my netflix profile we shared anyways um and then watched one thing and it messed up all my recommendations for a really long time oh that's terrible (laughs) you watch like die hard three years and i was like it's not like the worst thing that could have happened Uh but i also don't want to watch any of these movies i want to watch now that's funny that's a christmas movie isn't it die hard yeah that 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 one is It's a Christmas romance. It's a Christmas romance. Yeah, Anyways, together. so um, Twilight, love. Suki Stackhouse, mm. that's a true blood. Um, you're Anne Rice? Yeah. Anybody else? Vampire stuff? The pa- uh, what's that one? Tom, what's that one? The Tom. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't go anywhere. So um, in Rainbow Rowell's Carry On and its sequel, Wayward Son, which came out recently, um, there is a vampire character in those also, and I'll just um, talk about that a little bit. So um, she wrote Carry On a few years ago, and Carry On was like a fictional, or is based on a fictional series that she had written into another one of her like contemporary novels, and then she was like, I guess I'll actually write this book. But the first book really plays with like a lot of like, um, chosen one tropes and has lots of like little winks at um, different uh, really popular um, fantasy science fiction stuff in popular culture. So there's references to Twilight, to Harry Potter, to Star Wars in in that book. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons I liked it so much is because I was like, I know what you're doing here. Like, this is super fun. Right. And the magical system that she created is like, um, the more like a phrase is used or said, mm-hmm. um, the more magic is in it. Okay. And so it like evolves over time depending on like people's usage. That's kind of like the what we were talking about with that lady that wrote the book that her job is to write definitions for the dictionary and so they have to monitor over time Mm -hmm. yeah same thing yeah Yeah, and like the magic can change depending on how like the the meaning of phrases change Uh so i mean then that was really cool and it like makes sense to me 
Anyways, and then several years went by and she just published Wayward Son. And I read that a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And um, Baz is one of the main characters in it and he is a vampire. They are, so they, they finished or magic school. And so they're like college age in this book and they take a trip to the United States they, from England mm-hmm. to um, visit their friend who kind of like fled the magical school in the first book because mm-hmm. um, she didn't like magic and wasn't very good at it. <laughs> um, to, she moved to L.A. Anyway, so they're taking like a road trip across the United States and they ended up visiting uh, Las Vegas, which is like the vampire hub of the United States. Of everywhere. Yeah. yeah. In this book. Um, but it was pretty fun, but it's really very different than to me than to carry on was because carry on was so, so much of it was like a commentary on other like chosen one books. Uh-huh. I mean, it had its own thing going on also at the same time, but the second book doesn't, as far as I could see, have that part. It's just like its own story, its own trip and magic. Uh-huh. So I still liked it, but in a really different way. So that was a vampire book that I read recently. Okay. And they're just like regular type of vampires. Baz doesn't like, he's a real mix of things. He's kind of like an Edward type of vampire. They don't sparkle or anything, but he doesn't drink human blood. He didn't know until this book, though, that he could drink human blood and not kill the human whose blood he was drinking. Oh, my gosh. So we'll see how it changes because there's a third book coming out sometime. Sometimes soon. She released the title and cover already? Anyways. I don't know. Anyway. Anyways. I'm trying to go. I'm going to go back to Beanstack um, because I read it. That book that I'm trying to think of. Mm-hmm. But you said The Passenger. Now I can't get that out of my head. So because it starts with a P as well. This other one. Do you know what? You don't know which one I'm talking about? You know it's about vampires and it starts with a P? It's got three books to it. The series upstairs what else is it like Mm, this it's just one girl who doesn't change and the rest of the world changed and they're keeping her in a special place and blah 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 change into vampires yeah Mm -hmm. the whole world except for her became vampires well and a handful of other people are not being infected and of course you know once you have been infected you start killing everybody in the world you know how that goes oh oh yeah so they're not like culturally sophisticated vampires. No, they're just, you know, chemically altered. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're almost more like zombies. Yeah, kind of. But It's a fine line. <laughs> it is a fine line. Um, so the book that I've read for this week, I didn't get to finish. Um, it's the new Renee Adier YA book called The Beautiful. And it's like, what does this cover remind you of? Uh, remind me of? Uh-huh. Fairy tales. Oh. What do you think it should remind me it of? It reminds me of Twilight. It does remind me of Twilight, but as the more I look at it, the more it looks like a Christmas tree. Oh, so it's got this like goblet and it, the goblet is tipped over and out from the goblet is spilling um, red flower petals, mm-hmm. um, which perhaps are supposed to be like representing blood or something. I think it does. It, it just... And it's on black. Yeah. So this black, silver, red color scheme. It is definitely Twilight. Yeah. Yeah. And this book is set in New Orleans, Louisiana, 
in the 1870s, so after the Civil War, um, the main character is a girl who is named Celine. She is French and has fled France for the United States because she murdered somebody. I put that in air quotes because it's kind of like a dumb. Okay. <laughs> she killed somebody in self-defense. Uh-huh. It's convinced that she's going to be like, you know, hanged for it. Sure. Doesn't tell anybody, just leaves on a boat, okay. I guess, to come to the United States. Okay. Um, and she stay like in a convent. Okay. While they like try to find her husband or something. Okay. So she's come with some other girls from different places in Europe as well who are all like needing a new start. So she comes there. Uh-huh. She almost instantly kind of falls into the court of what do they call themselves? Corde something. Uh-huh. There's a lot of French in this book. Oops. The lions, the court of the lions. Mm. And she's like, something's different. These people don't seem real. It's kind of confusing, maybe especially because I'm not finished yet, about like who's actually a vampire and who's not. Because mm-hmm. um, they seem to be like different kinds of magical people. Like they have different. So her friend that she becomes friends with, who I hope isn't evil, but I'm not sure yet. She can like, when she touches your skin, she can like see your future. Oh, so I don't know if she's also a vampire. Uh-huh. It's not been made clear. Vampires don't really come up. But so this is happening. She was like a like an apprentice to a uh like a dressmaker okay. in Paris. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of doing that for this lady, and that's kind of how they become friends. Okay. Anyways. Obviously, the guy who runs the like casino where all like the magic people hang out is only like eighteen or nineteen and is super hot. His uncle is like the Duke of something. He owns it, okay, and is like rich and powerful. Okay, something happened with this guy's family. Still hasn't figured out, and I'm only have like forty more pages of the book. Uh-huh. <laughs> he better figure it. Anyways, out. they just have like, you know chemistry it cannot be denied they just oh, like no. love each other instantly so much uh-huh. so that's happening meanwhile there's this probably a vampire not clear on that yet who's been like murdering people mm-hmm. he murders this one girl at the dock at the beginning of the book mm-hmm. he like tears her throat out she bleeds everywhere and then he he does a series of other murders that seem connected to selena in some way they don't know why she's being targeted or whatever, but he's, like, terrorizing her. He kills somebody who lives in the convent with her. Mm-hmm. The, like, groundskeeper for the convent. Spoilers, I guess. Mm-hmm. Some other people, like, real side characters. You don't really care that much about them. Uh-huh. Uh, um, to kind of, I don't know, scare her or something. It's unclear uh-huh. still at this point, like, why this is happening. Okay. Um. But it's all like she's always hearing like whispers and it's like, you know, someone's there, but then they're not there. And it's not super vampire-y. Huh. That's... This book has been really billed as like vampires are back. I don't see that. But they say the word vampire like once. Mostly they call them like demons. Hmm. There's, it's... Not what you were expecting. It isn't what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. And I'd also forgotten, I've read one other of her books. 
her writing style is very like overwrought. Okay. And in the other book, it kind of was annoying for a little while. And then the plot picked up enough that you could just read it and like not care, okay. like or notice because right, right. it's clipping along at a really nice pace uh-huh. but this one doesn't clip along so it's dragging so, it down yeah i'm like god i, I you know i hate you i so get it much. but it really i was telling jennifer about it and i was like it's like she wrote it with a thesaurus oh no uh, sitting um, right next to her. yeah and then she didn't even know use that thesaurus right <laughs> well and it's just like why it's just to be like super like flowery and the passage by oh, Justin, Justin Cronin. Cronin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the booktuber I watch um, is French-Canadian, uh-huh. and she has a really hard time saying words in English when they're spelled the same in French, right. so she always calls it le passage. Oh, le passage. <laughs> oh, le passage. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's hilarious. Anyways, and this book has, like, long descriptions of, like, bustles mm. and some food descriptions mm. that are kind of boring yeah Ugh. anyway so i was gonna finish it last night but i kept like almost falling asleep oh um because like nothing is happening this book is like 400 pages long and it could have been like 200 pages long oh if you I just cut that. out all the flowery i hate that writing i mean and, it's one thing like you said if it's flowery and clipping along but if it's flowery just to be flowery and you're not getting anything out of it, that's just a total like waste of time. Like here is a sentence. Celine's soul cried out in protest, her memories of the flavorless stew she'd consumed earlier taunting her tongue. Mm. Like. Why? Why? She can, yeah. Why? It's just like lots of sentences like that. So, I don't know. I don't know, you guys. This author is really popular. Some people really like her writing style. She wrote like The Wrath and the Dawn. The one I'd read before mm. was called Flame in the Mist. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. And then I was, when I was telling Jennifer about this, she's like, oh, it sounds a lot like the Lestat mm-hmm. books because mm-hmm. it's like in New Orleans and they're mm-hmm. vampires. Mm-hmm. They're like sexy. Mm-hmm. Um, another it's... thing that she notes a lot in this book is like how like racially diverse all the vampires are, which is kind of interesting. But she uses a lot of like anachronistic language to describe them. Which I find annoying. Well, that's that's interesting because it's like something forward thinking and then something yeah. out of time. Like she uses the phrase people of color, man of color all of the time. And I'm like, that's like a hundred years after this where people started using that, Isn't that phrase. It's like stop. Well, maybe she just can't. She doesn't know any better. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, there's like. I don't know anything about her. But it's when you write a book and it's published by Putnam. There's like a million people who read your book, not a million, but plenty. Yeah. Who like know things about like yeah. language and yeah. editing Before it's and stuff. published. Yeah. yeah. So someone yeah. could have been like, you know, nobody said these words back then right. in this way. Right. They're not from the future vampires. They're from the past. Right. That's also kind of interesting because they're like, I guess these vampires can be really progressive because they've lived so long. They've mm. like progressed. Right. But... And it is different than you've seen a lot of vampires where they tend to be, like, more conservative because they're old. Right. So I think that could have been, like, an interesting thing if it had been explored more. And maybe, well, there's definitely going to be a sequel to this book. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see if that comes up. Because mm-hmm. that's kind of, that's an interesting idea mm-hmm. that I like. Mm-hmm. But the way it was done. You don't like. I don't like. Yeah. Well, give and take. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny that 
that you mentioned that the book looks so much like Twilight. It does. It, I mean, it's the same colors, but it looks kind of more like Eclipse. It does. It looks more like Eclipse to me. It's <laughs> got that. Well, you know what it it looks like to me. It looks like those. What is that series with the dressed up girl on the front? The um, Chosen or what uh, is that series? The Kira Cast. Yeah, that series. The Crown. You know the one I'm talking yeah, about. That's what it looks like. I mean, it's got that um, fairy tale the elite. penmanship. And then, you know, her dress, the color, and then her dress flowing in that same shape. But the color scheme is all Twilight. Mm -hmm. And now you're saying that it is also Anne Rice in it uh, with the New Orleans Lestat Mm -hmm. gang. Isn't it, isn't that curious that all of those images are coming together in that one? But I'm sure it's like meant to be like referencing these other things, Mm -hmm. but also... She'd be referencing these things, and that's cool and stuff, but then I think people who really like, like, Anne Rice's vampires, they're going to be really disappointed in this book. Yeah. They're not going to, like, be like, oh, cool, no. I like these little, like, yeah. nods to yeah. these other stories, mm-hmm. and the like, people who do will really like this book probably not read any of those books and won't get those references. Right, or they've only seen the movie. Or parts of, or or only seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But Buffy's nothing like this, though. No, but I mean, Buffy like slays the, vampires, right? But the the she vampire, fall, well, she what's, does. She does too. <laughs> what's Angel? And and what's the the white haired guy one? What's his Spike. name? Spike. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah, there's new Buffy books coming out too. Yeah, Buffy well, for a new generation. There's a yeah. the new Buffy comic book, and then last year I think this book has been taken and never returned to the library. Uh huh. But there was a new Buffy novel as well called slayer oh that sounds good i think the girls will be excited they uh binge watched buffy too matilda actually bought it the whole series wow the selection is that's what it is correct well you know if see it's the same shape as that first that it does a very like ball gowny shape yeah interesting so anyway, she has a new book coming out too. Yeah, it's called I think early next year. It's coming out. Well, Goodreads doesn't want me to know. They're like, read these old books, lady. <laughs> Goodreads, it took me forever to find the passage. So the passage, the passage. <laughs> Speaking of passages, it'd be nice to have a massage. <laughs> Maybe we could have somebody come in and give us a massage <gasps> while we're doing the podcast. That would be Hello. distracting. I thought you were going to say, you know how like in college. Airport. <laughs> somebody come in and give us a massage Yeah, like during finals week, there's always desk. like special things. Like a kitten and a massage. Yeah, where they're like a puppy party. The cookie. Massage bar. You know, like. But the college I went to, they'd like always open like during finals week, open the cafeteria like mm. again at like two o'clock in the morning right. so you could go in and have a snack and have a snack. Yeah. Or they'd have like special like hot chocolate bar for mm. you guys because you're working so hard. Right. I'll, over at LCC Here's your right massages, yeah. hot over- chocolate, your puppy party. Right. We never had a puppy party. LCC has puppy parties. <laughs> yeah. Now they bring in some dogs that you can pet to help you calm down. Oh. Can you hand me that paper? This paper? Please. Thank you. Here you go. Thank you very much. Um, but that'd be cool to have at the library for staff. Yeah. We should um, get a puppy party. Uh, we could probably talk to the Humane Society, see if they want to bring puppies over for the day. Anyways, the <laughs> beautiful. People will read it. What's that? These are their promotions. I'm looking to see what's in here. Oh, we're in there. Yeah, we're in here. 
Oh, it's probably like all of the Halloween stuff together. Yep. Cool. Yeah. I will finish it because I just need to know how it ends. Right. I want to know how it ends too. I'm. I have no interest in reading that book. None I'm sure whatsoever. they'll catch the bad guy. I think that the bad guy who's been murdering these people is like maybe the uncle. Oh. Because it's mm. got to be someone like you know exists already. Sure. But a lot of the side characters have already died, so... Right, so you're um, running out of options. Right, and it's like, well, I know it's not the love interest. Right. And I know it's not the clear third man, you know, the other man there to complicate their love story. Right, the, the triangle the wheel. guy. Yeah. Um, the third point on the love triangle. It was just kind of frustrating. Like, this is what I always said about Twilight. It's like, you can argue about Jacob and Edward all day long right but you know from the very beginning she's never gonna pick jacob that's no. not what the books are about exactly so right yeah and like when the last book was coming out they're like who's she gonna choose it's like you know who she's gonna choose she already chose yeah like hello. did you read the other books hello <laughs> and it was it was very funny because the girls i don't remember the character's names but what's his sister's name the one that can see in the future Edward. alice so the girls were team alice i mean alice is cool she was very cool and she can see the future yeah. So what's not good about that? Probably lots of stuff. Well, for her. <laughs> but they were Team Alice. They mm-hmm. weren't Team Jacob or Team Edward. They were Team Alice, so. Which is, you know, girl power. I guess. Because they already knew who she, they were, she was going to choose. Right. It's like, why would you choose one of those two when you know who's going to win? Yeah, you're never going to bet on Jacob. No. Unless you're weird. Unless you want to lose some money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, like there's, there's there's a character in here that's like obviously meant to like complicate but will never win. But he's like never going to be He's the, the one killing everybody. Um he's like the there's another thing about this book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to become like one of those old ladies who's like teenager books are so dumb. <laughs> You're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this one's no good. Um the teenager books shock. <laughs> he's so this uh you know, third wheel guy is um, the detective. Right. Like on the police force who's okay. like investigating this stuff. Uh-huh. But he's like their best detective. Right. And he's like 18. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> but there was no explanation. It's not like, oh, all the really good detectives like died during the Civil War or something. Like that would make sense, I uh-huh. guess. But no, he's just the best. Yeah. Also, he's. And young enough to be her love interest, and she's 17. Why is this so weird? You know, you could have just made her a little bit older. You know, this is the problem with teenagers today. They read crap like that, and they're like, this should be my life. You're like, dude, that's not even realistic. She's not like in high school or anything. There's no reason for her to be 17. What the heck? Really? And I was also reading another view uh, review where they're like, "There's no reason You're supposed to drop out." There's no reason for this. No reason for life this... goals. <laughs> no reason for this book to take place in 1870. What the? And I was like, you know, that's kind of true. Well, seriously, because you can't even use the language you want to use if you're going to base it in 1870. Everything's wrong with that book. Well, you might as well read the passage. Like that was an excellent pages book. Long. It was a good book, though. I mean, I was stuck in that book. Now, did I finish the next one? No. No, I didn't. Did I try to even go into the third? Mm-mm. No. No, but that first one, really good. Really good. I'm tempted to kind of find the Cliff's Notes on number two. Just to History of the Wikipedia page. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
I will. I'll go read the Wikipedia page. When I can't, like, remember stuff, it has to be a really popular book for it to have, like, a good synopsis on a Wikipedia. That was but an excellent book. But when it does, book. it really will tell you, like, what happened. Right. Not like a, you know, spoiler for your views. Right, right, right. Well, I got halfway through the 12, which is the second one think and I just could not go any further and it's really interesting because it it's going to a neat place but it's taking too long to get there and it's a thousand pages each one of these books is a thousand pages so it's not like you haven't read 500 pages already to get halfway Mm -hmm. through the book so you know I think it was a I think it was you're like pick it up (laughs) right it doesn't clip along (laughs) but that first one it clipped along and so you didn't even feel like you were reading a thousand pages this book also has stuff in it that makes me um think of a certain twilight fan fiction Uh, that was later published uh as adult erotica (laughs) (laughs) it's not like sex like the book never really gets like sexy like a grown-up book would but there's like things where you're like is this supposed to be like a nod to 50 Uh shades of gray and if Uh so why yeah yeah she's 17 well it's like did you read 50 shades (laughs) probably not of course not (laughs) She's always talking about like her inner goddess. Her inner goddess wants to do this. Her inner goddess wants to do that. And then um, there's like something like this in here. It's like the part of her that's attracted to him Uh has like a name that she refers to all the time. It's called like she calls it her creature. Creature under her skin. It's like shut up. Exactly. (laughs) You can just say you find him attractive. You don't have to like give it a. uh, It's not you who does it. It's like. Right, Your second personality it's like, it's doing like, let it. Let me like objectify myself. Right, it's like Ugh. gross, girl, girl, girl. What's that? The husband's wife, whatever. <laughs> We've gone the full circle. <laughs> French teenage seductress bride. wife. <laughs> but he's Horrible. supposed to marry like someone in like from a connected family. Of course he is. Um, and she's just some girl random, who washed up some Fran- rando French. vampire. <laughs> no, he's not a vampire, though. She is. She's also not a vampire. What is she? Nobody in this book is a vampire. That's why it's why so is weird. Why so dumb? That it's a vampire book. <laughs> or maybe they are, but I can't be sure who's a vampire yet. He has specifically stated that he's alive and that he's not a vampire. Maybe he huh. didn't say I'm not a vampire. I'm not a... And now I'm suspicious if he just said I'm alive. Well... He's like, feel my pulse. (laughs) Feel my pulse, my friend. One. (laughs) Two. (laughs) All right. Well, you want to hear about my comic book? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Tell me about yours. All right. So I had to pick a vampire book and... So she doesn't like vampires and she doesn't like comics. (laughs) So what what did she pick? (laughs) I picked... The Curse of Dracula graphic novel <laughs> by Marv Wolfman and Gene Colan. <laughs> Marv Wolfman. So Marv Wolfman wrote the Wolfman book you read? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> I think it was, I was just thinking of Marv Wolfman, not the Wolfman. But you read a Wolfman comic for your comics. No, I think it was just this one. But you can't read the same no, book. No, 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 no. This is the one. Categories. I have another comic book that wasn't a Wolfman. <laughs> okay. It was just Wolfman Dracula. But what was the other comic book? I don't know. I didn't bring my list with me. It's oh filled gosh. out. This is the this is the vampire one. Okay, though. okay. Was it The Simpsons? Mm. I read The Simpsons last year. You, yeah, that was last. Is there a comic one on this year? Yeah, with comic because I read I read. Where's your list? Sabrina. You your list. Well, it's just a list. 
doesn't have the books I read on it. I don't know where that list when I lost it. No, but I, the book I read was Sabrina. No, the list oh. to see if the category. Oh, that list. <laughs> <laughs> I do have that. <laughs> we were just looking. Yeah. A comic book for adults. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> no, so no, the comic book I read is different, and this one was my vampire book. But I picked them both up at the same time. Mm. Remember, I was just on the shelf mm. getting the one, mm-hmm. and this was right there, so I picked it up. Got you. Yeah. Those, but it's it's super sexy. Yeah, yeah. It's not a kids book at all, and there's a lot of um, there's Nudity. a lot of sex in here actually, and it's interesting because it's political. Um, so Dracula, <laughs> tell me about uh, Dracula's politics. I will tell you about Dracula's politics. So is he a feminist? No, no. He is <laughs> uh, no, no, no. power hungry. This oh, man, okay. This vampire man. So he so you, the not vampire in this book. He's a feminist. In the 1800s. Yeah. That's amazing. He's like, it's really, so I don't progressive. know. There's like a lot of stuff like that. <laughs> so, so it starts off with this, um, you know, attack from Dracula killing some people. And um, you, you, you get into this and um, there is a woman who her husband is running for Senate or something like that. Or president, I think, maybe. And uh, then you get a little ways into it and you see Dracula having his way with this guy's um, wife. And um, you don't know if it's if it's him attacking her or not. Well, it turns out she's there it's for consensual. a reason. Yeah. And she wants to be there. And then the the senator uh, presidential candidate guy. I can't remember what it was exactly, but it's one or the other. And. Um, he knows about it, and so he actually starts to um, get violent with his wife about having a relationship with Dracula. And so Dracula, um, while he's battling Van Helsing and Van Helsing's people against his, you know, um, Co- coven? coven of of dead people, this uh, senator guy is at a party at his house, and then he's abusing his wife, and then Dracula finds out about it, and puts the hurt on the guy and um, pretends like he's turning the wife to fool the husband, but he doesn't actually turn the wife. And so at the end, um, they kill the the man, the guy running for her office, and um, Dracula runs for president. His wife runs for president. Mm. <laughs> and Dracula, obviously, is her main man. So, so he's the first husband? First husband. Well, I Dracula. mean, first vampire lover. First vampire Bella. lover. Yeah. <laughs> right. You got it. He's in the way. Yeah, and she wins. Carol. 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 <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, look, and there's Hellboy at the end. Hey. And then they toast, and he's drinking blood out of a martini glass, and uh-huh. she's just, what, having some gin? Ha- having a, mar- a martini. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they're talking about how. Do you say something in one of his lines in like a vampire voice? I don't think I can. Um, like count the the count. The count. <laughs> Let me find a good one. <laughs> 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 He's now it's my turn. <laughs> no, <laughs> Carol, you were looking ravishing. I, you know, that none of none of these are good lines. So did I ever tell you about the time when I was at Blockbuster? So you'll know this was a long time ago. Um, and I was like checking out or whatever. Uh-huh. And this guy kind of like came up behind me and he was like in my personal space. Uh-oh. 
but he was talking to the blockbuster guy and he right. had like a little note on a piece of paper right. and he like pushed the note to that guy and he's like i'm looking for this movie my friend <laughs> <laughs> and it was so funny oh well, that is funny i don't know if it was a vampire movie it would have been really cool to know that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it, so it's it's a uh, a romance. It's a book on civic engagement. <laughs> it goes with your theme for the year. <laughs> it's a book about deception. So you should have your ba- vampire boyfriend murder your husband so that you can run for office. Office, exactly. And on the side, he will have a room full of dead people that he. Her political he uses, opponents? Uh, yeah. He uses to fight off Van Helsing. So. What a weird book. It was a very strange. I mean, and obviously it's a car- cartoon. It's a comic book. But it's a ve- definitely not something I would let my kids read. <laughs> and uh, and I took it home because I hadn't read it for oh, a long time. So Axel it was, was sitting like on, my, on my kitchen Ain't counter. Read it. And he said, hey, mom, can I read your Dracula book? And I was like, no, no, you cannot. <laughs> He's like, "Aw." And I said, nope, uh-uh, <laughs> not happening, maybe in a couple years. <laughs> yeah, we've gotten this, like, manga in the mail to consider to for the committee that I'm on, and right. I just flipped through, and I was like, this is not for teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one, the art alone in <laughs> yeah, here I don't have to worry about is this not one. for teenagers. Yeah. yeah. The art in here is, I mean, it, it it's definitely sexy, for sure. I mean, and there's actual you know abuse being portrayed it's it's you know really grown up really dark and a lot of you know neck biting blood yeah i don't dripping find, naked booties everywhere i don't find vampires like sexy no it's a weird thing to they're dead to like they're like cold dead flesh <laughs> what's good about that what is good about that <laughs> I mean, I have a hard enough time being cold all on my own. <laughs> Could you imagine? Like, go get a, a hug. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> well, there's cold. a thing like in the Suki Stackhouse book. She right. has like a bunch of boyfriends. Most of them are vampires. Right. But this one time, she she dates this like he's like a were tiger oh, or something, and wow. she's like, "Whoa, like this guy's warm." Uh-huh. Like, oh. <laughs> The rest of them are dead. Yeah. Gross. All your boyfriends have been corpses. <laughs> you know, that just really put it into perspective, didn't it? Just a little bit of necro going on. Yeah. <laughs> That's disgusting. She's like, oh, interesting. How on earth is that possible <laughs> for that to be so popular? Ooh, my next boyfriend's going to be a dead guy. Yeah. Sweet. We'll have to explain a lot of biology. You better not start a fire. <laughs> oh, man. Vampire books. Gross. But then there are vampire books. I don't read them that aren't sexy but scary. Right, right, yeah. Uh, like Jennifer really likes "Let the Right One In." Uh, that was good. That's also that Scandinavian. Was very book. scary, but I've already read it, so, yeah, so doesn't count. But um, I was just thinking about the passage. Mm-hmm. That would be a Is that really scary? yeah. That's more scary. It's freaking scary. No one's fallen in love with that vampire. It's a little girl, so that somebody Ugh. did. Yeah, the the dad figure. He's a he tries to protect her no Mm-mm. the mom is a vampire she's there's no mom this is a little girl he just saves oh anyway spoilers hello anyway that if they make that into a movie i think they are or a show that will be good 
I mean, if they can, if they, if <laughs> they can, <laughs> is either money or crap or it's going to be awesome. You got it has two the potential choices. for Boy, greatness. It, it reads like a movie. All 1,000 freaking pages of it. The passage. Yeah, it is a show. Already? Hold on. Yeah, there is a show based on Justin Cronin's trilogy of the same name. The Ooh. Passage is a character-driven drama that focuses on Project Noah. Blah, blah, blah. It I is. I hate it when they say drama. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's a character-driven action drama. We'll see. It first aired in January on Fox. Oh, see, I don't get TV. You so should... is it on Netflix? You should. You should um, <laughs> let me check my Netflix. Please check your Netflix. If it's on Hold Hulu, on. then it's my connection not here. Is it? I I can check my. No, Netflix. I got it. It's working. No, no, I'll check my Netflix. No, no, no. No, no, no. Let, let me. Let me. So it's not on, on Netflix. Netflix, but I think it's be on Hulu. Okay, I will give it a try because I really did like that book. So like that must be the little yeah. girl, and that must be the guy that helps her. The father Daddy. figure. Uh-huh. Elizabeth Protocol. Yes, that's you. I know. It's because I read it so happily. Amy's the girl. I bet it was a good book. I really liked it. Okay, so we recommend the passage. I do. We don't really. I would recommend the beautiful to any particular reader who might have enjoyed her previous books, or it would involve some sort of conversation where you'd convinced me that you'd be the right reader for this book. I wouldn't generally recommend it. No. It's just like pretty cover though. <laughs> yeah, and I bought it, so now I have. Oh, to, like, now you have to donate it. <laughs> I probably won't do that. <laughs> Put it on my shelf. Mm, beautiful. And it says the beautiful, so it's going to be beautiful and say it. Hey, do you hey, see this? It's a Leon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the Cour de Leon or know, whatever. I don't yeah. know French. Yeah. I know enough French to that. understand it when they say like French things le in passage. this book. <laughs> and to say le passage. Um, you know, I took a semester of French just for fun. Um, I've never taken French. Yeah, I took like a... My last semester in college, yeah. I was like, well, let's try some French. I took I took a couple of years of Russian, but that's not going to help me there. So Mm-mm. that's fun too, though. The only thing I know in French is uh, "qui a coupé le fromage," which is who cut the who cheese. Cut the cheese. <laughs> and I learned that's that cute. from Freakazoid, the cartoon. Oh, Freakazoid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's stuff in here. It does a lot of, you know, sometimes in books we'll say something in a different language. And you don't need them to tell you what it means because right. you're like, I get it. Yeah. Like even if I don't know what it is, contextually, you got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they'll do that, and then they'll say like what it is. Yeah. But then there's other times where they do like a whole thing, mm-hmm. and there isn't enough context, and they, just and they don't tell mm-hmm. me what it means. Yeah. And I'm like, is that like what a do they clue? say? Is that like the mystery? Right. What do they say about when you assume? Oh, I've heard that. What is that? <laughs> 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 Anyway, but I do not recommend the Curse of Dracula comic book unless you really like comic books or I Dracula mean, or Dra- or both. Could you imagine the joy you would feel if you liked both of these? And it's sexy, so if you like sexy comic books about vampires, yeah, and about like, murder and and politics and politics and you know the current state of politics today. This is very reminiscent of how <laughs> politics is run today. You know, I like books about <laughs> politics. Did you ever read American Wolf? No. I recommended that to Jennifer's Adult Book Club at the library. Did you? And I don't think they really liked it very much really? because I'm like, it's so interesting. It's about like politics right. and wolves. Right. 
but like uh, mostly about the politics around wolves. Right. And they were like, yeah, no. And they're like, mm, that's fine. Yeah. And I was like, oh. I think that they were, didn't they request lighter books this year? I think that they did because they were pretty heavy. Books They're all really heavy. Well, like, and I was thinking of like that. We talked last week about um, Just Mercy. Right. And I was like, that's such a good book club book. But they've read so much heavy right. stuff this year. I also I think possibly already a book about Death Row. Like yes. A novel. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So I'm not going to recommend yeah, that for them. No. And I, I haven't gotten to that one yet, but it's on my list too. It's hard to have a book club where you read just like kind of a fluffier book because like what do you. Like, there's less to say about it, I guess. I don't know. I guess it depends on, on what you mean by fluffy, too. You know, yeah. something, I guess I something think... that's a little more humorous, but not and not as dark or deep. You could still talk about for quite a bit, mm-hmm. I think. And I think that if you add, maybe if you go every other, every other kind, that yeah. might give you a chance to kind of decrease decompress right because when you when you're just reading heavy things you your your whole body gets heavy <laughs> right when i think too like for me i like my best book club meetings where we don't like the book yeah you got so much to talk about yeah. when you don't like a book you're like this yeah. book is garbage yeah it's trash i hated it i was offended Can't even write a sentence <laughs> yeah i'm like listen to this this sounds dumb <laughs> how stupid is this person <laughs> yeah, Jeez. Like, this character doesn't make any sense like why are they even there what's how did they get here? this published <laughs> yeah exactly like who edited this right that's the big one <laughs> who read this first um, they were not but reading. there are people who if they don't like the book they just won't come to the book club true and you're yeah. like why that's like yeah, the that's good the stuff. best one yeah because if i why really like a book like often i don't really have anything to say about it right so uh so that's two no's and a good <laughs> for one that wasn't even we can talk about books like yeah we so we've mentioned some past vampire books that we did enjoy yes actually i really did like the suki stackhouse books there's like 16 and i, I really all. did like that's pretty cool if you can get all of them out. Yeah. I did like the passage. I think if you read them all in a row, though, it can get really like, oh, now Suki's going to the grocery store again. Well, you know, so I read all of the Hamish Macbeth books kind of like that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, what's Hamish like, going to do again? Yeah, they've got like a cozy <laughs> exactly. quality to them. It's exactly. like, you know, there's other stuff going on because it's like pretty romancy yeah. at times. But it also is like, you know, Suki's getting I, her hair cut. Like right. they're like cozy but, stuff where you're like, this is boring. Is that? Suki Sackhouse. I is yeah. that Shalane Harris? Yeah, yeah. So I tried to read one of those, and it just I couldn't. Yeah, I just tried. Really. So, you so gotta, she she was working at a restaurant or a bar. Or yeah, something. she yeah. works at a bar, and, and then, she's a telepath. Yeah, I just couldn't do it. it might I be, tried though. Hey, what yeah. do you think of that? Good job. Thank you. So enough vampire talk. What are we doing next time? Did we we were going to do a choose my own adventure. Oh, good. Mine is super, super short. Maybe we should have two topics for this one because I don't know how we're going to fit. Mine was just like this thick and I read it four times and died every time. <laughs> well, actually, I, I lived once. I should probably check it back out so I have it to refer back to. Uh, the other things we could do were a book recommended by a kid, uh-huh. a weather event, or... What was your weather event? What's my weather event? I, uh, no. Okay. Or self-published. So my weather event and my choose your own adventure are both short. So if yours are both short or one of them is short. Um, I'm short. You are short, but What that... weather event did I do? I mean. I did I'm... that hurricane dancers, the one I showed you. I know what you did. Yeah. Everybody knows now because I've mentioned it several times. 
Maybe I haven't read any weather event books. So, yeah. So, next week we'll do both Choose My Own Adventure. Perfect. And We're running out of months, too, anyway. So, uh, weather event. Choose My Own Adventure. Got it. Perfect. So, I told you already <laughs> that the Kilted <laughs> Man was here last night. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so, he cracked a joke. Um, he had to decide whether or not it was a... Appropriate for the was the library appropriate? Yeah, and and it you know it it he got away with it, but we'll see. So the joke was, <laughs> it, it, so he uh, he did a song and then he'd do a toast and then a song and then a toast and so he had a bunch of different Irish and Scottish toasts that he was doing and and so this toast was you know a good forty minutes into the program, so he'd run out of all of the safe ones. And so he was going through his list of not as safe ones. And so this is the one that he decided that he could get away with. And he said that he held up his, his mug and he said, here's a toast to my kilt. It's not the best thing on earth, but it's right next to it. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) (laughs) and so if you watch KLTV, uh, you can actually see that and see the audience, see the audience reaction. Yeah, but it was funny. It was very hilarious. That was an awesome show he did. So thanks again, Kilted Man. See you next time. See you next time. Thanks for listening to your shelf or mine. I'm Becky. I'm Elizabeth. Studio time for Your Shelf or Mine is donated by KLOG, Cooking Country, and 101.5 The Wave. We at the Longview Public Library thank our local stations for their ongoing support. Your Shelf or Mine jingle is written and performed by Megan McEldry from A Song for You. Find Megan on Facebook or Twitter at Meg McEldry or online at ReverbNation.com slash Megan McEldry. That's M-E-A-G-H-A-N-M-C-E-L-D-E-R-R-Y. ReverbNation.com slash Megan McKeldry. Me, 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 me.